0: It's Victory Monday, and on this Victory Monday, Cody and I discuss what went right on both sides of the ball that led to the Houston Texans getting the dub versus the Saints. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody, to a Victory Monday episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your Texans football analyst, John, some sports guy Hickman. And of course, joining the show as always is my man, your Texas Credential Media member, Sports Illustrated's own, Cody yes, Davis. If you are new to the Locked On Texans podcast, be sure to do a couple of things. Subscribe, like, and comment to the Locked On Texas podcast wherever you get your podcast. And thank you to our returning listeners and viewers out there who knew we were picking the Houston Texans to beat the New Orleans Saints. Thank you for coming back as we continue to talk Texans, your team, every day. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. More. We're going to talk about the Saints game, of course, but what Mm. went right defensively? What went right offensively? And when I look at the entirety of the game, Cody, before I give it over to you, I think the Houston Texans did three things that stood out and led to a win. Number one, they took advantage of the red zone opportunities. And because of that, they jumped out to an early 17-10 to 10 lead going into halftime. And they was able to sustain that lead throughout the game. It was difficult. It was hard. The Saints made it tough on them at the end. But overall, they had a very good opportunity to bend, that break defense. We'll get to the d- defense. But I thought early on for Houston, and C.J. Stroud, who bounced back perfectly, throwing <laughs> his first interception, and I mean, oh an interception, gosh. and they gave it right back to him, right? And so you know, that's that southern hospitality.
1: But he went out there and scored two TDs. Really quick, I just want to say this: This is how you know you got something special in C.J. How in the world do you record your first career interception? The streak is over, I believe. Sunday he made 190 uh, passing attempts because the interception came early, but. John, that's how you know you have a special quarterback. You throw your first interception. Your wide receiver, Nico Collins, get the fumble. And not only do you bounce back as a rookie, but you end six up scoring later. on the same drive, man. Yeah, I'm just like later. CJ. Come on, man.
0: Six plays later. Cody, when you look at the Houston Texans, uh, of course, CJ Stroud had a lot to do with it. Mm. Uh, getting the dub on Sunday, two of the TDs. Two, 14 of the 20 points came from CJ Strouds. Mm-hmm. Um, touchdowns, so he played a big role into it, but when we look at the victory overall,
1: what went right for Houston offensively? First and foremost, man, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz, and John, when you look at the production of Dalton, not just in this game, but over the last three weeks, slowly but surely, that offensive line was getting healthier and healthier, and I go back to the start of the season. The start of the season where he only had 47 yards on on seven catches, and Everybody was questioning, even you. Where was Dalton Schultz? I'm not seeing Dalton Schultz be tight end number one. And, and look, I would throw myself in there as well because I remember I think it was after the game against the Indianapolis Colts. I believe if I'm not mistaken. Where we came on this show and show, we talked about the possibility of whether or not Burvin Jordan is going to start. No, that was a Jacksonville game. Um, if Burvin Jordan was going to start taking over as this team's number one tight end, however, I always went back to how depleted that offensive line was and how much they was using him in pass protection and run protection. Now, that offensive line has gotten healthy and they have a starting five out there that they trust and that is part of the reason why we are seeing Dalton Schultz over the last 3 games go 168 yards on 14 catches and 3 touchdowns. Yesterday Dalton Schultz was a huge X factor for the Houston Texans on that offensive side of the ball: sixty-one yards, four four catches, and one touchdown. And of course, that touchdown came, which you just finished talking about, with the Texans having an opportunity to take advantage of the red zone. And I know we're going to talk a lot about C.J. Stroud today, tomorrow, and throughout this whole entire bye week. But there's one thing that the Texans have in Dalton Schultz that they didn't have. Probably since, shoot, I don't even know when. Well, Jordan Aikens to a certain degree. But you finally have the perfect pairing of a good quarterback and a very good tight end. And that's part of the reason why we've seen the Houston Texans go down there and take advantage of that red zone opportunity that they had.
0: I think one thing that uh, when I look at what went right for Houston offensively on Monday, I mean, I'm sorry, on this Monday show from Sunday's game, clarify that. Um, the run game last week it was mm. twenty to zero. You called 20, it you twenty called carries it. for Damian Pierce, zero carries to Devin Singletary, and Damian Pierce wasn't as successful as he'd like to be. Damian Pierce wasn't as successful as the team would like him to be, let alone the fans would like him to be. And so when I look at what one thing that went right for Houston offensively heading heading into this game. It was getting Devin Singletary involved, and it was finding a way to get the running game going, right? Remember, I had that conversation, like, find creative ways, giving Damian Pierce more – giving Devin Singletary more carries, help the Houston Texans build on those drives, uh, get those first downs, make those first downs a whole lot hell of easier for this first uh, for this for this young team and when you look at what Devin Singletary was able to do I cannot take away how good the blocking of the left side of the offensive line was in terms of being able to run block Hmm. Devin Singletary got his bigger gains coming from that left side of of the ball early in the game Damian Pierce got some of his bigger gains coming from that left side of the ball and that's where we see like uh, Larry Tunsell and Titus Howard. And so I think those two things combined, given David Singletary, who I think right now should be the lead back for Houston because of how shifty he can be and how easy it is for him to hit those holes. Getting him involved in this game was important, very important. And also having the the veteran presence and another week of that offensive line gelling together with Titus Howard playing the left guard still having him come back and, 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 and Larry Thompson, cause they, them combining, excuse me. Uh, I thought that they did a very good job of creating lanes, creating holes for their running backs throughout the game, especially in the first half where that Offense wasn't as predictable as we have seen it. I thought that in the second half, that was a different case. The Houston Texans were playing with a lead and I would like to see them continue to be explosive when they have those leads, We've seen it before the last two games, not as much so, but I can't take away when we're right offensively when I look at how good the running game looked this week compared to last week on the ground. Houston ran for 120 yards, 3.9 yards per carry. However, they were very effective early in the game of creating uh, opportunities for the offense to not have that much stress on them on third down situations. And, and moving the chain, so I was very proud of how Houston went out there and attacked. You saw X Hutchison get involved mm. in the ring game, two carries for 15 yards, almost scored a touchdown. Mike Boone got his first carry, I believe, of the year for 11 yards. So it, it was everybody was hands on deck getting that ball going on the ground. And then CJ just uh, the Dalton Shultz touchdown, and there should have been another one, but the first one was nice. But that Robert Woods touchdown was was nice. Oh,
1: yeah. (laughs)
0: The anticipation, the threading of the needle to get the pass there. Uh, Everything you want out of a quarterback. Because if he throws that ball a little too late, that's a pick. You got two defenders closing in on that. So to see CJ just make a throw like that, get Houston in the end zone, taking advantage of their red zone opportunities, guys, that is what – You need to see what you want to see out of an offense that may not have a number one playmaker, but they got a number one quarterback, Mm. which is something Houston hasn't had in the past couple of seasons. Super proud of how this team won today, uh, excuse me, on on, on Sunday. And offensively, Bobby Slord, especially in their first half, just was consistent. More so in the first half, he was consistent. And them boys grew up. That was a tough win, very tough win. It could have went the opposite way as we've seen it last week versus the Atlanta Falcons, but they pulled it out.
1: One last thing before moving on, you talk about playmakers. I do want to say what went right for the Texans is Nico Collins bouncing back um, 80 yards on four catches in yesterday's game. He surpassed his career high. He currently stands at 547 yards on the season. To your point about Bobby Sloy, man, I love, I've also loved watching the growth of, of that man as an offensive coordinator what i love most about bobby Sloyd he isn't afraid to change and make adjustments and that's something that the houston texans probably haven't had throughout their whole entire existence as a franchise especially when you had the talent like when you had Deshaun and those boys but you had tim kelly i just go back and i take a look at that regime, and I say one of the things that hurt that regime was the fact that, that they were stubborn. They did not want to change and make adjustments for anything. Bobby Sloy, we are six games into the regular season, and we have seen Bobby Sloy make major adjustments at least three times so far. And one of them, John, to your point, was getting Deva Singletary more involved in a Russian attack. And that's part of the reason why the Texans were able to score on the fourth best defensive team in yeah. the
0: league. Yeah, and also to go back to the running game, last week versus the Atlanta Falcons, Houston only picked up first downs three times running the ball. Sunday, they picked up first downs seven times running the ball. It was totally different out there, and I think giving Devin Singletary those snaps helped Houston win yesterday's game. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is fast and an easy way to buy all tickets this year and moving forward. You got sports, music, comedy, theater, all near you, all on game time with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So listen, you can't beat last minute ticket deals. You can't beat. Flash deals. You can't beat zone deals. You can see the view from your seat before you buy it. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. All in prices show up. Uh, so your total upfront. So you know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees. Hidden fees bother me. Every time I look up, it's a different fee. I don't even know these many fees. I'm not Michael Weston. So game time takes that out of it, and you don't have to deal with it. And you buy tickets in seconds with just two taps tap 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 can you beat that guys i don't think you can also with game time guarantee that means you'll get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110 percent of the difference take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nfl for 20 dollars off your first purchase Terms apply again. Create an account, redeem code L O C K E D O N N F L locked on NFL for $20 off. Download the game time game time app today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Guys, I'm also here to tell you about Prospects, the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in for monday night's football game do you believe dak prescott is going to throw more than or less than 257 and a half passing yards simple click boom boom more than less than and you keep it pushing do you think tony potter pollard is going to run for 68 and a half rushing yards on the day more than less than two clicks boom boom and you keep it pushing. And also, you can win up to 25 times your money this football season. You Just select 20, two or more players. Again, pick the more or less stat projections and place your entry. Go to prospects.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first-time deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prospects.com slash locked on NFL. Use promo code
1: locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Welcome back in ladies and gentlemen to this Monday installment of locked on Texans as John and I continue to break down the Houston Texans 20 to 13 victory over the New Orleans Saints and John let's switch over to the defensive side of the ball and when we look at what went right for the Texans, one of the things that went right for them on defense was the return of Shaq Griffin. This is a man who finished the game with six tackles four solo hits. And he came up huge in the fourth quarter in stopping the Saints from scoring because there were several times where the Saints got deep within the Texans' territory, but he was one of the guys that kept New Orleans from getting into the end zone, especially on their final offensive drop of the game where he was holding on for dear life to Evan Kamara's leg that was able to force that crucial fourth down. As a matter of fact, after that game, I was talking to Shaq Griffin, I asked him about that play. Um, you know, what went into him getting that stop on Camara. And he said, look, during his time in Seattle, he played against Alvin on several different occasions, and he understands how good, how great, and how shifty Alvin is. Once he gets on the outside, and he said he just had to hold off for of dear life because he knew if he got that stop, that definitely was going to work in favor of the Houston Texans, Shaq Griffin. Once again, he has been phenomenal in stepping up in the absence of Derek Stingley Jr. Because look, we saw this offense struggle without him last week against the Atlanta Falcons. You get him back following his hamstring injury, and we saw that defense take a step forward.
0: Yeah. Also, I think we're right, guys. The best linebacker on this team. Oh, the best. Play Cashman. Oh, the best.
1: I don't think I'm gonna disagree with that either.
0: Blake Cashman versus the Saints, 15 tackles, two uh, tackles for loss, two pass deflections, one quarterback hit. And when we go back to that play before the interception where Derek Carr, I think, threw it to Alvin Kamara on the sideline. He was going that way. If you go back and look at that play, Blake Cashman cut off the initial read, and then he came down to cover Alvin Kamara on that play. Whoever the running back was on that play, I'll go back and watch the tape on it. But, I think Blake Cashman is just efficient as a linebacker. And one of the and, and one of the things that he does well is just being everywhere at once, it seems like. And he's been doing that throughout the year. But no Denzel Perriman. Right. And this was a team that is very thin in linebacker. This was just a breakout game for the vet. Blake Cashman also, the Houston Texans did a very good job of getting pressure on the quarterback. Uh, the Texans mm-hmm. had 26 pressures against. The Saints, which is tied for third most by any team in the game this season, according to next-gen stats. And so you look at that, uh, Will Anderson, you know, almost had, I think, two sacks. This was was, his
1: breakout game.
0: He had a very good game, a very good game. I know that one play where he rushed and then took a step back and broke (laughs) off the screen that was going to Alvin Kamara. Like, he disrupted that entire drive, and I think that drive started with, Will Anderson getting a tackle for loss, mm-hmm. which forced, uh, instead of a you know second and short, it was a second and long because they lost yards. And so what Will Anderson is able to do, man, he's just able to really impact that D-line as of right now in the run game, making sure that he can squeeze down the O-line and make a play. I think once he gets a defensive tackle, you'll see a much better pass rusher from Will Anderson, but what I'm saying out of him right now is he's somebody that takes stopping the run seriously. He got involved early and often in stopping the run, which is great. And they held the New Orleans Saints to seven yards less than their rushing yards per game. If they held them to 89 yards. The Saints typically run for 96 on the ground, so it's not a large margin. It's a small margin, and that that small margin is the the margin of victory of or error in the nfl so kudos to will anderson uh the saints tried to go back and test steven nelson again at the end of the game <laughs> nobody will, did
1: that <laughs> give me that
0: he got his third interception of the year and i think houston defensively was just flying around mm. they had some errors they allowed Derek Carr to throw for his season high with 353 yards but they did a very good job of bending and not breaking uh the new orleans saints didn't get that many opportunities in the red zone. And even when they did, they were not able to take advantage of those opportunities in the red zones. No score in the red zones at all for the New Orleans Saints. Proud of this houston Texans defense because they did something this week that they didn't do last week. Houston lost the time of possession, especially in the second half. You can see them kind of getting gassed at one point, but they made plays and – they were able to stop that team from scoring. It's not a good team at scoring the football. Um, the Texans, I believe, held them to under their points per game. But overall, stopping the run was one of them. Blake Cashman was another reason. Shaq Griffin was a big, a big reason. And just seeing them fly, hit, hit bodies was a huge part of why Houston won on Sunday. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Add your job. Once you add your job to LinkedIn, add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you need to interview and hire. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash NFL. That's LinkedIn.com. Slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back in, Locked On Texans listeners and viewers. Cody, when we talk about what went right for the Houston Texans defensively, did the home crowd not show up on Sunday?
1: Look, let me just say this. Did they not show up? You already know. Did they not not show up?
0: Did they not and show when out? When I
1: tell you, I was so oh, happy to see Texans fans basically out, the not Saints basically outnumber the opposing in. team's fans. Thank you, and continue to show out yeah. and support this yeah. team. I, you saw several yeah. times where it
0: felt like the play wasn't able to come in, and they wasn't able to get. The communication to Derek Carr, or they were throwing a snap. Finally, you saw the Houston. Finally, they was at church. They caught the (laughs) eight AM service, and they looked at their neighbor. and They said, "Neighbor, we got a game to go to today."
1: Well, they waited until church was over because Houston fans gonna come late. Don't know if it's traffic or what. We don't know. Because at the start of the game, I was a little bit concerned, especially after the coin toss. All you heard was who that, who that, who that say they're going to beat them. Like you heard the who that chant. But around halfway through that first quarter, Texans fans started filing in inside NRG Stadium, man. And look, as as someone who covers this team and knows how hard it's been to support this organization over the last two, three seasons – I was happy to see Texans fans support their team and their young quarterback and their young head coach, man. K- keep it going, Texans fans. Don't stop. Don't stop. No, but I I absolutely think that is
0: something that went right for Houston. Mm-hmm. A good home field advantage. A good, you know, this is something that how many games have the Houston Texans sold out in the last three seasons?
1: Hmm. Ain't been many. It Probably hasn't done. been a lot of
0: opportunities for Houston to have a real home field advantage. And also, I like to add, you know why? Because this is you got a reason to come to the games. We talked about that yesterday. And mm-hmm. you, as a fan, fans out there listening or watching, giving your team that home field advantage that helps you win your third game of the season earlier than what you've won in the past, <laughs> right? The <like>, guy. <laughs> If you go back and look for Houston, the Texans' third win by the season, going back to 2020, week 11 t- 2021, week 15, 2022, week 18. Mm-hmm. Last
1: year, the last game of the play, and that, the was the play. that was a victory. That was a victory, even though you know nobody it wanted it. It, was it, was a a it. nobody it was a wanted a it, but it ended up working out
0: in their favor. It was a double <laughs> victory. But when you look at Houston this year, they got their third win of the season by week. Six. At the bye. Bro, this team is 500 at the bye. At the bye. Something that Houston hasn't been since going 19, up. 19, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah 24-0. 19. So I think Houston giving their team a real home field advantage, it works both ways. They gave you a reason to come out and support. You came out there and you supported that team wholeheartedly, full like the Texans should be doing, filling that NRG Stadium and rocking, and you saw the result of it. So kudos to the fans for getting out there. That was something that I talked about with you, that I talked about with Ross Jackson, that I talked about with everybody. Make sure you don't allow the New Orleans Aints to come out there and blow y'all out and the they way. Call and they, they did Aints
1: no more. They and and they joke. did that. that. That joke is invalid now. All right, listen. Not for this week. <laughs> hey, you all You know what? Y'all, y'all can not have it. Not this week. Y'all can have it. Not this week. Cody, what else have. went
0: right for the Houston Texans on Sunday?
1: Well, first off, John, we already talked about a little bit in the first segment, but I want to talk about it a little bit more. The left side of that offensive line, you know, Laramie Tunstall, Titus Howard. The one attribute that a lot of people always question when you look at those two guys, even though they are by far um, top 10, top five players on this roster, the one thing people always question a little bit was their ability in the running, in the rushing attack, their ability to run block. But I think... Sunday was the perfect example of showing that they can actually get the job done. Now, with that being said, the left side, Devin Singletary, Damian Pierce, they got a lot of positive yardage rushing to the left side of the ball. Not so much on the right side, which was very surprising because when you look back at the first five games of the season, that was their bread and butter rushing to the right side. Now you got to look at it from a standpoint, moving forward, Bobby Sloan, D'Amico the Ryans, they got to find a way to get the left and the right side on one accord. Because I believe if they do that and you continue to split the Russian attempts between Singletary and Damian Pierce, I think this Russian attack is going to get better and better as the week goes on. And hopefully, I think at this point, Damian Pierce might be in his head a little bit because we saw him get frustrated early in the first half. But hopefully he could take this bye week to get himself back to the player that he was last year. And that's definitely going to make this rushing attack even better through these finals. I think it's like 11 games of the season. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode of the Locked On Texans podcast. Be sure to subscribe,
0: like, and comment on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, make sure that you give me a follow on Twitter at, Locked, or at John underscore Hickman 12 and follow the Locked on Texans page at Locked on Texans as well.
1: And as always, I'm your host, Cody M. Davis. Please remember to follow me on all your social media platforms at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you guys did not see me eat dubs today. It's because... I'm on a low-fat diet these the days. The Texans took and, all that you know, old bay seasoning. Doctor, it took all that slap your mama say, seasoning. The doctor said you know he wanted me you know just to you know getting better. Chill out shape. on the crawfish bowl. So he put me on a low-fat diet. So that's why I'm yeah. not eating dubs because because when you eat doves, they have a lot of calories. You know so yeah. you know yeah. I got I gotta watch my figure. You know. So I'm, i I just wanted to throw that out. What there. What figure? Bro. The figure, the figure that God wants me to have. That I figure,
0: figure you. I figure you saying that because it's Saints lost.
1: <laughs> Until next time,
0: ladies and gentlemen, we'll see y'all on Tuesday. H Town, be proud of your team. Peace. <laughs>